Welcome to Weekly MTG. I'm your host, Blake Rasmussen, and it's just going to be me today telling you stuff, playing some arena. We're going to hang out. We're going to talk about some stuff. I got some news. We're going to talk about MagicCon Minneapolis, which is coming up. We're going to talk about Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered, the arena set coming out soon. Uh, it is actually available for pre-order right now. We're going to have some previews for that. And then we're just going to hang out and play some arena uh, with whatever time we have left. So we're going to chat about some stuff. We're going to play some magic, and it's going to be a good time. Uh, we're going to start with news. Monday, we announced, Monday being yesterday, we announced a pair of bands in the Legacy format, uh, Expressive Iteration and White Plume Adventure, also known as the Three Mana Initiative Creature. Uh, they were banned to take a couple of decks down a peg, the Mono White Initiative deck and uh, Blue Red Delver, as it is known. Uh, Expressive Iteration got the AX because it's one of the few cards in the deck that can actually provide card advantage. Uh, well, Delver is a deck typically known for trading one for one very efficiently. And then White Plume Adventurer, uh, the three mana one, was the one that can come down often on turn one and get the initiative kicked off right away. Uh, we're a little more comfortable with four mana initiative creatures, but uh, three mana, three mana was pushing it. So uh, hopefully take those two decks down just a notch to get them back in line with the rest of the format. Uh, the reaction seems to be pretty positive so far, and uh, we'll see how Legacy develops from here. Um, but one of the things I'm most excited about is MagicCon Minneapolis, because uh, not only are MagicCons awesome, I was just at Philadelphia, uh, but Minneapolis happens to be in my home state of Minnesota, so I'm going to see family, I'm going to see friends, uh, I'm going to have a good time at MagicCon Minneapolis, but also because, uh, as with MagicCon Philadelphia, uh, MagicCon Minneapolis takes some more feedback we've received and improves on things. So uh, there's going to be a full article detailing uh, most everything for MagicCon Minneapolis going up shortly on magic.gg. Um, but I'm going to give you some highlights of some updates we've made for Minneapolis that we think will make it more fun, more accessible, um, and a good reason to hit up the great state of Minnesota. So uh, the first and possibly biggest changes. There are kind of two really big changes, um, mostly having to do with getting into the event. One is that the command zone is going to be open to everyone who purchases a ticket. So uh, the command zone will not be an add-on this time. It will just be open. If you are at the convention, you will be able to go into the command zone and jam some commander games. Uh, speaking of getting into MagicCon Minneapolis, we have introduced a new tiering structure for uh, package for uh, ticket packages uh, that creates a kind of uh, lower, less expensive tier where you can still get in, but you don't get all the swag necessarily. So, for example, um, there is a premium weekend package that uh, comes with all the swag that is uh, $140 and then a regular package that is $65 just to get in the door and you also do get the Arcane Signet promo um, but that's kind of the, the minimum. But it gets you in the door. Um, additionally, we've got two VIP packages. We've got the legendary VIP package and then uh, the well-known Black Lotus VIP package. So um, yeah, those are kind of the big changes. I want to highlight a couple of other things uh, happening with MagicCon Minneapolis. So the unknown event hosted by Gavin Verhey uh, is returning for this. Now, I say returning, it's not returning in the same form. Uh, it's unknown. Gavin's going to do something weird and, and crazy, and um, but it'll be super fun. I know players really enjoyed uh, Gavin's unknown event, uh, and that'll benefit the Trevor Project, so definitely look for that. Uh, the Secret Layer Showdown will return. Uh, that was popular among the competitive crowd. Um, Pro Tour March of the Machine will take place there. So uh, the, the Pro Tour 1 that happened at Philadelphia was a big success, uh, and we're looking to replicate that with Pro Tour March of the Machine. Uh, the New Perspectives Grant Program returns, so be sure to check that out. There will be an article with the details on that. And there will be a new convention secret layer drop with some pretty cool stuff in it. Again, that will all all the details for all of that will be on magic.gg shortly. I'm sure Stibbs will share that link in chat uh, once it goes live. Um, 
So definitely check that out for all of those things. But again, big changes, command zone for everyone who comes in the door. And there is a cheaper uh, ticket package for people who just want to get in the door and don't necessarily want all of the swag. So check that out. Check out all the information on magic.gg shortly. Um, now, we're going to talk about Shadows Over Instrad Remastered. So uh, for those who aren't aware, and I saw a little chatter uh, just before the stream started talking about this set, Shadows Over Instrad is an arena-only set that is focused on bringing Shadows Over Innistrad, or uh, most of it, back into Arena. So the idea with Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered is one, you know, it provides a, a cool draft format and all that sort of stuff. Um, and we're going to talk more about the draft format in a sec because there's a really cool twist there. But also, with the release of Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered, 95% of the cards from Pro Tour 1, which was a Pioneer Pro Tour, are on Arena, which is great. Uh, so, of all the deck lists submitted for the Pro Tour 1, 95% uh, of those will be on Arena as of this event. Now, of course, we know that one card missing or a handful of cards can make it so that uh, a deck either doesn't work or does work or that there's a significant difference. Uh, so, the team is working on that. Um, they, they said, they, they gave me a couple talking points here, they said that um, when they're looking at remastered, they're prioritizing uh, kind of the intersection of impact and effectiveness. So, uh, Shadows of Innistrad remastered, Shadows of Innistrad block is the last block that the team already had existing work towards. And so that kind of made it, I don't want to call it low-hanging fruit because it's not, but lower-hanging fruit um, for the team to bring to Arena. So, um, speculate wildly what comes next, but that's kind of the last of the ones that already had pre-work done towards it. But, ton of cool stuff. We're going to talk about all of it. There's a bonus sheet that works really cool with draft. Um, yeah, the question, Pioneer and Arena, please. We're getting there. Like we said, 95% of the cards that were registered at uh, the Pro Tour are going to be on Arena after this release. Um, so it'll include some weirdos, some one-ofs, um, uh, there are certainly whole decks that are on Arena and Explorer that are close to Pioneer, um, but the team is currently working through all of that. So, um, let's talk about preview cards. Uh, we're going to start with cards that are in the main set, and then we're going to get to a special bonus sheet. So, uh, we're going to go in Wooberg order, so let's start with a couple of white cards. Uh, Audric, Lunark Marshall, and Thalia, Heretic, Cather. Um, Audric doesn't see a ton of play competitively, but, you know, keyword soup guy uh, definitely will see some brawl play. Thalia is um, a special kind of nastiness to players like myself who need our non-basic lands to come into play untapped. Uh, but Thalia definitely sees play in Pioneer especially in humans lists. Uh, next up, Mausoleum Wanderer. So we know that both spirits and sort of mono blue flying men style decks are popular in the format. Mausoleum Wanderer is one of the best 1-1 flyers for one that you can possibly get. Uh, next up, a couple of 13s. Remind you of the theme of this set. So, Tree of Perdition, Triskaidekaphobia, these are, these are fun cards, uh, wild to have in draft, but uh, not Pioneer legal, but definitely bring back the memories for Shadows over Innistrad Remastered. Next up, we are getting meld cards. So, Hanweir Garrison and Hanweir Battlements are making their debuts on Arena, and they can turn into Hanweir the Writhing Township. Next up, a trio of really powerful green cards. So Cryptolithrite, Eldritch Evolution, both of those cards only do totally fair things and, and never do busted things. And then Tireless Tracker is just one of the best mid-range cards ever printed. All of these are coming in Shadows over Innistrad Remastered. And then next up we have the Gold Cards. Anguished Unmaking, Fevered Vision, and Olivia Mobilized for War. And I see people asking about Spell Queller. 
I can neither confirm nor deny. And of course, the lady herself, Archangel Abyssin slash Abyssin the Purifier. Uh, if you open this in a draft, take it. Uh, this is one of the best cards in this set. It was one of the best cards in Sander when that set was around. Um, so, of course, poster the Poster Girl for Shadows of Rainestrad Remastered is making in the set, and we used it for the art for this. So, you probably knew it was coming. Um, now, one of the coolest things, um, Shadows of Rainestrad doesn't have any sort of uh, digital-only cards, but what they are doing is a bonus sheet that's ad adding a digital twist to your draft experience. So the, um, the bonus sheet will contain cards that were from original Innistrad, uh, by and large, and those cards are going to be added into the draft formats on a weekly basis, rotating. So every week, there will essentially be a new bonus sheet that will contain cards that will be injected into the draft experience, which will keep it flavorful and fresh and new. So your week four draft experience is going to be different than your week three draft experience with the injection of these cards. Um, the cards on the bonus sheet will be historic legal. So they're also going to shake up historic with a few of these. And we've got some doozies coming up. Uh, but really cool experience. So you're going to see some of these cards that we're about to show you are not, they're part of the draft experience. Uh, they're not part of the main set, so they will not be uh, uh, Pioneer slash uh, whatever legal, Explorer legal. Uh, they will be historic legal. Just to put that out there, we're gonna show you some pretty cool, powerful cards. These are going to historic, but they're also gonna be on the bonus sheet and they're gonna put a fun wrinkle every week into your Shadows Over Innistrad remastered draft. So let's start with the commons. Doom Traveler, Faithless Looting, which never did anything wrong anywhere and never hurt anyone. Avacyn's Pilgrim, all of these will be uh, available in the bonus sheet. We'll add some spice to your draft. And then next up, Uncommon, Lingering Souls, one of the most powerful uncommons ever printed. Again, available on that bonus sheet on a rotating basis. And then next up, we've got some, a, a rare, I should say, Mayor of Avabrook. Following up with Falconrath Aristocrat, another powerful mythic and having a lick. Uh, never really made an impact in Constructed, but boy, is that a Brawl and Commander card if I've ever seen one. Card's really cool, really powerful, um, perfect for your zombie decks. And now we're getting to some real spice. Next up, Gristlebrand is coming back on the bonus sheet. That means Gristlebrand is going to be historic legal. Uh, now, oddly enough, Gristlebrand has to compete with the tracks of these days. Who knows who's going to win? Uh, and then finally, yes, Snapcaster Mage, the best blue two drop ever printed is coming to Historic. It will be on that bonus sheet. It will be craftable. It will be in Historic. Um, I'm excited to try this out. I'm excited to play it in Control Decks, in Tempo Decks, uh, in basically any deck that I can jam it in in Historic. Uh, Snapcaster Mage will be available on that bonus sheet and, of course, will be craftable and playable in Historic. Um, yeah, that's it. That's what we have for previews for Shadows over Innistrad Remastered. Uh, we are going to play a bit of Arena and hang out and chat. And so when we jump over to the Arena screen, I'll show you that uh, Shadows over Innistrad Remastered is already available for pre-order. So the pre-order bundle, and when we go to the Arena screen, you'll see it. There it is. Uh, Available to purchase until March 21st. That's the Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered Bundle. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Nothing gets me hyped more than seeing a Snapcaster Mage come out. But uh, yeah, look for that. It's available. Uh, there will be some more previews coming out for Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered coming up. Uh, for those who don't know, I'll just share a few more details. There are over 300 cards in the set, again, after Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered is released we'll have about 95 percent of the cards that were registered at pro tour one available uh, and we're getting that much closer to pioneer all right let's play
Let's play some magic. Um, I'll answer what questions I can. And uh, we'll go from there and hang out. So I don't have anything new to reveal at this point. We're now, we're now in hangout stream mode for the next 45 minutes. Um, but if you have questions, please uh, ask. Um, are the bonus sheet cards in remastered packs? They're in the draft format. Um, being able to have favorite land styles is fantastic. Are there any plans to extend this to alternate art styles of non-land cards? Unclear. I'm not sure. All right. Let's, uh, what is my favorite format on Arena? I bounce around. My favorite thing about Arena is that when I get bored or tired of something, I can switch to something new. Um, so I have been on a standard kick lately. You can see what I've been playing. Played a little Historic Brawl. I played... This, uh, I tried out this banned poison list. That's why I did it in play. Didn't like it, didn't keep playing with it. Um, and then I've been playing this base white. So this is a deck that Gabe Nassif um, put out there. I'll show it real quick. This is what I've been playing. Um, so... It is a blue-white control deck with the tracks, and now I've made a bunch of changes to it. So in these slots here, Nassif had um, the new enchantment removal spells, the two-mana ones that could hit Planeswalkers and artifacts and that sort of thing. Um, I kept getting those blown up by the abundance of enchantment removal that's in standard right now, uh, and incidental enchantment removal. So things like Invoke Despair, um, the Jun spell that is uh, escaping my brain right now. And so they, they kept proving to be problematic. So I moved to some uh, other answers. I upped the number of laydown arms. Uh, the ambitious farmhand is a pretty big indicator that this came from the Nasif list. I uh, haven't seen a lot of other people playing that, but that uh, makes restoration better. Um, it lets you play a lower land count. It lets you get to attracts a little bit easier. Uh, yeah, so I got a cheeky farewell in there. I removed the six mana wander. Um, wasn't doing a ton for me. It, it's clearly a powerful card, but it just wasn't lining up really well against anything. All right. Uh, uh, uh. So we're going to play a little bit of this. Here's my sideboard. We'll play a bit of this, and I will try to answer some questions as we can. Does standard rotation happen with Mom Aftermath or a set after them? Standard rotation doesn't happen until the fall. So the next standard rotation is happening uh, with Wilds of Eldraine. Unleash the Inferno is, in fact, the card I was thinking of. Uh, when will we get Magic on Barcelona information and venue? We are targeting... Early April for that, I believe. That is off the top of my head. Retro frame Isochron Scepter in a secret layer, please and thank you. Noted. Noted. Uh, will there be any duplicate protection for SOIR rares that are already on Arena? Um, I am not sure. That is not a question I asked the developers ahead of time. Um, but if you ask, you can either ask the Arena team on their Twitter or head to the official Magic Discord and you will uh, help get an answer there. Um, so this is possibly the most common matchup you'll run up against, which is Grixis. Um, I, so I've been playing this blue-white Atraxa control deck for a while, and the um, I kind of cruised through Diamond to Platinum, and then Platinum's been a, a bit of a slog. I, I switched around decks a little bit. Oh, I'll take that all day. Please abrade. I want, oh, that's why. Fair enough. Um, so this can be a tough matchup. They, uh, the Grixis decks tend to have Make Disappear, which makes resolving a Traxa difficult. Um, my favorite thing about Restoration is that it ramps you. 
Good question. I think what we're going to do is play Deserted Beach and then hold up either Wandering Emperor or Memory Deluge. Probably Deluge because it feels less bad if it gets countered. And then I can lay down arms that next turn. Be able, it would be amazing to make a custom cube list and pay, play it with friends on Arena. It would be, wouldn't it? All right. That would be a cool feature. All right, we're going to need... So I'm taking... Yeah, make disappear. I'm taking Sparta's headquarters because I need a green source to be able to cast Atraxa. So this deck, its only way... Uh, to get a Traxa out is to actually cast it. So this is not one of the lists that tries to cheat it out. So that means I need to get a Rafine's Tower or, and a Sparta's Headquarters. I've also got um, a couple of the black, blue, and, black, and blue, green uh, dual lands. Oh, and there's one Celestis too. There's one Celestis. And occasionally, You'll use Blue Sun Zenith to steal a um, goblin token and make treasure that way. Was playtesting done with the bonus sheet uh, for Shadows of Ranch Remastered, or was it done as a way to get the cards into Historic? Um, uh, the answer is honestly both. So there is uh, an individual who is dedicated to doing that. Do I want to... I want to counter this. Uh, I discarded an invoke. I'm going to counter. Oh, hey. Let's, let's do that. That seems good. You can invoke me after this. All right, there, an artifact. Look at that, a creature. Instant. Um, I have five planes in play. I don't really need more planes. Dream Root Cascade and look a Planeswalker. Submit five. Attack. I feel I'm ahead. Discard two. Oh, yes, they agreed. They agreed. Um, so there are a bunch of different flavors of the Grixis deck, and I've been sideboarding a number of different ways. I like bringing in a Holebreaker Horror uh, because they tend to bring in things like um, Negate, Disdainful Stroke. They keep them make Disappears in. Um, I actually do like bringing in some Knockout Blows. The... Um, One of the ways you can lose is just getting run over by their little dorks, the the three twos and three threes of the world, and bringing in knockout blow usually solves that. And then you do have to deal with more counter spells post board, including some duresses. So I tend to take those out. Um, I like malevolent hermit. Soul partition is kind of whatever. Fateful Absence is kind of weird. Um, obviously very strong. I tend to take it out if I don't think they have Planeswalkers and replace with March of the Otherworldly Light. Um, Planeswalkers aren't super common in Grixis right now, so we're going to do that in the dark. Um, sometimes I'll bring in additional... Like I'll swap out a Make Disappear for a Negate... Disdainful Stroke is good, but I think I'm going to leave it in the sideboard. Why is there no Q&A but game plan set? Because I'm really bad at multitasking when I'm playing Magic. Uh, is there some downshift to commons in SOI Remastered? Will the cards be legal and popper? So, uh, 
Rarity does not... Rarity on Arena... If you're talking about Arena Popper, yeah, any cards that are printed as a common um, will be legal in Arena Popper, but they would not affect Popper as a whole. Like the larger Popper format. Oh, this hand is iffy. But I'm on the draw. I really hate this Adderker Wastes in the list. ETA on the MagicCon article, probably five to ten minutes, I believe. Oh, yay, we did it. Um, I believe it's scheduled for 10.30. And so the ETA MagicCon article should be up around then. Um, so now the question is, play Hermit, get it out, get the, have them play Fable as a possibility, or hold up Negate and risk just nothing happening. I'm going to hold up Negate. There's no, I'm in no hurry. Are you playing in the Canadian National, uh, oh, mm, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna hit that. Um, Canadian National Championship at FTF Vancouver. Oh yeah, if there's, okay, yeah, that was a great decision on my part. All right, all around, well done everyone. Okay, um, no, uh, I'm not playing in the Canadian Highlander National Championship. I am playing in another Canadian Highlander tournament at the end of this month. Um, did you guys say anything about the rares that are not in remastered? Any plans to release those in the future? I'm still waiting for Walking Lista from the last remastered set. So um, the what the developers told me is that um, you know they're working for most impactful cards. Uh, combined with what already had work done for it. And most of that's going to be covered here. Like they said, 95% of the Pioneer, uh, of the cards submitted for Pro Tour 1 uh, will be on Arena after the Shadows of Renistrad remastered update. Yeah, we're not doing that. Not when you're struggling. And uh, anything after that, they'll be working again towards high-impact cards, cards that are played a lot in Pioneer. So I'm sure that they will talk more about that once the full set is out. Uh, for the person just tuning in, they are referring to... The uh, Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered bonus sheet. Uh, we'll keep Wandering Emperor up. Uh, the way the bonus sheet works in Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered is that it's going to rotate weekly. And it will be part of the draft experience. They will be cards that will be legal in Historic. Uh, but will not be legal in Explorer. Uh, not a dumb question. Uh, Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered is not going to be a paper set. It is an arena-only release. All right, now we're going to do this. So these types of decks usually... They usually have sweepers in the sideboard. Um, Brotherhood's End is a pretty common one. I would be surprised if they brought it in against me. That's fine. Um, really? Knock out Blow instead of Lay Down Arms. Interesting. And by interesting, I mean probably not the right card to take. Unless they wanted the life. I don't know. Um... So my creature should be pretty good, and I should be able to put some pressure on here. Yeah, I mean, they usually have burned down the house, but honestly, if their plan is to play a 5-drop, I'm fine with that. And honestly, I, I really don't think they would bring burn down the house in. All right, so now... 
think we're gonna, let's see. Um, I think what we're gonna do actually is make the Geist bigger because it increases our clock by a turn if we're just attacking like this. Uh, and I probably will have to do something about the Fable. So let's see, the question is do I, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna do this. Uh, will there be additional cards outside of the Shadows over Innistrad um, EM block like you did with... Uh, yeah, so the bonus sheet includes Innistrad cards from original Innistrad. So the answer is yes. Mm, man, this is why Hermit is... How much does this matter? Um... Draw card, I lose a token, my planeswalker, I've still got a two-turn clock. I still need to do something about this. I think we let this resolve and then deluge. Yeah, I don't think that changes me winning. this. Uh, I want another deluge. I was really hoping for a way to kill those. Let's see. Actually. So, what we're gonna do is attack with everything. Yeah. So basically what we did here is we sacrificed this to be able to exile the Blood Tithe Harvester. Because I have Geist, this is encounterable. I don't really care if the Wandering Emperor dies. The point was just to get rid of the Harvester so that Kiki-Jiki can't do its thing. And then... Hermit. Will we ever get the Mirror Mirror event cards unbanned and rebalanced in Historic? Good question. I do not know the answer to that and have not heard anything in that direction, but by saying it out loud, your comment to the arena team's ears. Thank you, Turtle Power MTG. The MagicCon Minneapolis article is up on its magic.gg. Star, star, star. Gate can't be countered. So if they have another removal spell, Blue Sun Zenith is not a card I've seen in Grixis list. It's kind of surprising. Okay, it doesn't look like they have anything if they're searching. Okay, good game. Good game. Can we just button reset historic and allow any card now that the card pool is bigger when most of the cards got banned? You know that I don't know that if there has been any discussion about revisiting the historic ban list. I've not been uh, partial to any of those discussions, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they had been happening. When will the full set be previewed for Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered? I don't actually know the answer to that. I should know the answer to that. Maybe if Megan's watching, she can message me and let me know what the answer to that is. 
Uh, miss the Magic Con information. Do we know when tickets go on sale? Yes, tickets go on sale this Thursday the 9th at 10 a.m. Pacific time. 10 a.m. Pacific time. All right. Opponent goes first. I'm on the draw. If I hit a third land, I'm fine. And I have a make disappear, so I'm going to try it. Uro did nothing wrong. Uro did so many things wrong. Or right, depending on how you look. I love Uro. Uro is one of my favorite cards in the universe. It draws cards, it gains life, it ramps. Like, what more could you want? Uh, okay. Well, now my hand looks much worse. So this is the new green, looks like the green-white toxic deck, which is, uh, and of course I have no planes right now, and I haven't drawn a land. Oh, it's just getting worse. If I draw a land, I have a shot. Oh, why didn't I counter that? Ugh. Ugh. All right. All right, we're just we're just gonna move on. I'm not winning that. Um, even had I countered that, I really needed. All right. Mm -mm 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 -mm. I don't like counter spells at all in these aggressive matchups. Um. So I'm keeping in Union, I think. So the green deck plays Tyvar's Stand, which does make things like Knockout Blow pretty unreliable because they don't... I, against a lot of aggressive decks, I will bring this in whether they're red or not. Um, just because it is instant speed, gains you life, etc., etc. All right, we're going to try this. Will there be a second printing of completed edition? Not that I'm aware of. That is a mulligan. If one of these was an untapped land, easy keep. But it's not. This will work. Um, it's not great, though. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to pitch Deluge and hope I draw a little bit better. Or this match could be over really fast. I really hope the answer to the Phyrexians are the leeches from Homelands. Could be. Could be. This while they're tapped out. I know I get a poison counter. I'm gonna get poison counters. It's gonna happen. Will treasure crews come to arena in Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered? I don't have any additional cards to reveal right now. Um so we're gonna we're gonna get this now. And we're gonna need Really want my one of farewell. <laughs> so I believe the end. So if you draft the deck with a week two bonus sheet and don't play out the games immediately, does the event rotate or do you need to play against people with the week three bonus sheet? I do not for sure know the answer to that. The way it generally works is that you would play against people with the week three bonus sheet if you if you sit on your deck. But I'm not actually clear on that. I They might close the event every week and reopen it with a new bonus sheet. All right, farewell off the top and maybe we have a shot. Really need to get the uh, swords to plowshares. 
in my opening hand to have a decent shot here. Didn't want to go to five. I didn't think that was going to work out, but yeah. I'm going to pump it and kill the Rot Priest. I mean, that makes sense. Makes sense. You get to keep it. All right. I'm real close to dead here. That does not help. Can I even win? What would it take to win? Temporary lockdown. Take temporary lockdown. Um, five. Nope, I'm dead. I'm dead. That was fast. All right. Any plans for Eldrazi to come back to paper format? Um, well, kinda. If you're talking about the story, nothing to share there. But uh, there is an Eldrazi Commander deck coming with Commander Masters, and we talked about that a couple weeks ago. You planning to release any pre-constructed product for Standard and Pioneer? Uh, I don't have anything to announce on that at this time. Uh, will the bonus sheet cards be craftable upon release? Yes. All right, Seacomb Coast is either Soldiers or Poison. It looks more like Soldiers. We're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna see. We're gonna see. Oh, just, just straight up drawing a card. All right. That seems odd to me. I don't know what's going on. What am I risking here if I play this? Probably a planeswalker. Red man. I have no idea what's happening here. Um, more Bankbuster. And they've got a mana. I am perplexed what is going on here. This is not an archetype. Like the, the Seachrome Coast threw me off. Fear my ambitious farmhand. The deck did have Reckoner Bankbusters in it uh, at first, but I always felt my Bankbusters were worse than other people's because I could not reliably crew them um, before using all the counters. So strange. Okay. Looks just to be a Jeskai style thing. Um, I'm using this here because if they have their own negate, make disappear uh, by nature of the casualty trigger works around it. All right, we're gonna play this. We're gonna play this. I'm not going to fight over this if they try to negate it. Um, are you planning a pauper queue in Arena? I'm sure it'll come back at some point in time. I don't think there's anything on the schedule that I've seen, but um, I could be wrong about that. Just all the fables. I wish I could tell what they were attempting to do. I do have four mana. I'm gonna let that resolve. I'm just gonna end up losing to Bankbuster beats.
Okay. A little confused there. Get in there, farmhand. So ambitious. Not going great. I think what I'll end up doing is probably. Man. Do I bump the pilot now? So I can't get it now. It's too late. Thought about it too long. So I will probably bounce the goblin shaman. Farewell. So there's just some kind of control deck is what it comes down to. Alright, we're going to do this. Are there any plans to bring back any of Magic's other big bads in the near future? Or are you all planning to move forward since the Phyrexians have come back? You'll just have to wait and see. I, If, if you have questions about the story, I definitely recommend uh, tuning in Next week, actually, is when we kick off story for March of the Machine. I am not attacking because I'm going to try to double block here. So next week, a lot of cool stuff is happening while we're on that subject. So March of the Machine story kicks off. Got that. Ugh. March of the Machine story kicks off on the 16th, Thursday the 16th. And then earlier, we have the first look. So on our next show on Tuesday, will be the first look at Lord of the Rings, which is just, I, I know I've gushed about this before, but it is probably my favorite thing we are doing in 2023. Uh, and maybe have done in a while. It's such a cool set. So we're going to get a first look at that next Tuesday. But Story from March of the Machine kicks off on Thursday. Will there be special frame treatments for mom planes that didn't have booster fun treatments like Ravnica? And the answer to that is yes. Yes, there will be. Any, any planes that are included in the, the tour of the multiverse kind of vibe we'll get that treatment. We'll get a treatment, a new treatment. So we saw during the March of the Machine first look the Ixalan treatment. So Ixalan did not have Booster Fun. I maybe should have deluged main phase. I'm so getting outclassed here. Xander's Lounge. wonder if they've got Atraxes as well. that happen. I am not winning. Alright. These help though. Uh, I have no idea what they could cast at instant speed. I guess Wandering Emperor is what they could cast at instant speed. Yeah, I am definitely not winning. Let's get that. Negating that. Why? It's a weird thing to fight over. Um, I'm going to attack here. <clears throat> because I have this. And i got to deal with these anyway. I mean, I guess Reflection can make more of those to draw more cards. But it still feels like an odd choice. Now, I could... Wandering... I'm just going to Gonjo it. Now I have additional blockers too, so I don't need that defensively. Sure. Um, 
I could count, I could try to kill that with Wandering Emperor, but I think I'm not going to. What will the treatment be in Caverns of Ixalan then? Well, we have not revealed that, have we? We won't talk about Caverns of Ixalan for a while. Cheeky little Murex. Got about 10 minutes left. <sighs> Sanctuary Warden, huh? Okay. Yeah, I'm not winning this. Deliriously far behind. Maybe a Trax can save me? Ugh, that's just brutal. Yep. That is brutal. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. I'm definitely going to get this Wandering Emperor countered. I'm going to take this five. Probably get this countered. I haven't seen a counter spell. I mean, I've seen a gate, but um, yeah. So. I do have enough planes in play. I wish it would tap this, but. Do they have, yeah. Yep, crushed, crushed. Kind of had me covered at every turn, which is unfortunate. Alright. Is Blake handing out free wins on the ladder? I'm not trying to. But am I? Kinda. I've been very much stuck in uh, this level for a little bit now. You had the counter for that, right? Was that not negate in your hand? Negate does not beat a make disappear that has um, had casualty done because it's two spells. So negate loses to it. So now big part of why I lost the last game was those bank busters got to kind of run wild. Alright, so I think what we do, this, get rid of that, and attacking. Um, I missed the previews. So, um, yeah, there were some good previews. We showed off a bunch of cool stuff. But I think the, uh, the the spiciest, the ones that got the biggest reaction were certainly the Bonus Sheet, Gristlebrand, and Snapcaster Mage, which are both coming to Historic.
I'm gonna do this and we'll keep up Deluge. I don't think Deluge is resolving, but you know, you never know. You never know. Challenge with casting Deluge here is actually that they can respond with the Wanderer and then I'm kind of in trouble. So the entire way I played that turn was just wrong, which is fun. I also only have five minutes left. So, um, may or may not finish this game in time, but reminder, so next week's show, really excited about, we will be uh, doing the first look for Lord of the Rings, The Tales of Middle-Earth, uh, which, as I keep saying, I'm super excited about. So that's going to be on Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. First looks, for those who aren't aware, first looks are mostly for stores so that they can have better insight into what they're ordering and all of that jazz. Um, now we do it because we have an answer. Uh, so, but as a bonus, you all get to see what we're working with as well. So definitely tune in for that. I'm a little shocked this didn't get countered. And uh, then the story for March of the Machines starts the following Thursday. Can you upkeep Snapcaster Thoughtseize? Uh, no, because Thoughtseize is a sorcery. Snapcaster does not change the timing restrictions on anything. All right, so now we're gonna hit this so that I can't copy that. Is Tales of Middle-earth on the same power level as Modern Horizon Dissipate? Uh, no, it's not. Dissipate's a weird one, um, but not an unwelcome one because instead I'm gonna do this. actually does not work out poorly for me. No, uh, Tales of Middle-earth certainly has cards in it that um, are at a modern power level, but it is not as a whole meant to be on the same power level as Modern Horizons, but it doesn't matter because the set is just so freaking cool. All right, so, all right, normally I don't think I'd just jam this. I'd probably play Wandering Emperor, but we're about out of time for stream. If this gets countered, I'll just concede. Didn't get countered. Oh, no. Do I think I can finish two matches in two minutes? The answer is no. Uh, okay, let's see. What are we doing here? I grab this planes and a wandering emperor. I only got three cards. Not the best, but I do have a seven-seven life pointer out there. Destroy evil. Could be worse. It's a weird card for them to bring in. I didn't have any enchantments. I guess they, I mean I guess it kills a Traxa. We're two mana, so it's not that weird. Yep. Yep, put shields down. Yeah, like I said, that's one of the reasons I would not have just played that there. I'll do that. Is the art stuff from the Lord of the Rings movies or all new art? Every bit of art is all new art um, that has been lovingly crafted. Uh, in concert with the friendly folks at Middle Earth Enterprises. All right, we are out of time, and maybe I win this, maybe I don't, but it's certainly not going to end in the next 60 seconds. So uh, thank you, everyone, for joining us today. Uh, I hope you learned a little bit about Shadows of Rinistrad Remastered and MagicCon Minneapolis coming up. Head to magic.gg right now for information on Magic 
uh, Con Minneapolis. And again, the two big changes, we created some additional levels to make it easier to get into the event uh, ticketing levels. And then the command zone is going to be open to everyone who shows up. And Shadows Over Innistrad Remastered is available for pre-order now on Magic Gathering Arena. Uh, it comes out later this month. Previews are ongoing and they uh, they will contain some pretty sweet cards because uh, we showed you some sweet ones today. Snapcaster Mage Gristlebrand on the bonus sheet uh, will be legal and historic. Uh, and then we saw some pretty cool rares and the, well, it was rares and mythic rares uh, from the main set. So check those out. Um, head to dailymtg.com for more information and we will see you next week.